and welcome. I'm Barb. And I'm Rafaela. And we are Recovery, Recovery 201. 201. Hi, Ralph. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? I don't know. Everything's been pretty chill over here. Actually, no. I clean my house all day. I finished my book. What book were you reading? I'm... I'm reading, I was reading, I just finished The, the Power of Habit that I talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to read it. It's... Yeah, I'm going to... You're going to give it to me, right? Actually, I think I'll get it on Audible. I really... I love Audible. Because I, I listen at work all day. Oh, yeah, you could do that. You yeah. see, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, you like to read. I don't like to read. I, I get listen very to music and read at the same time. Oh, no. I can't do that. No, I'm so distractible. But I'm I'm excited to read um, non-self. Right book. She tells self. me the other day. She's like, I, I asked for book recommendations, and people gave me all these Christian and self-help books. Which is I great. don't want that. It's great. I I, I love them. <laughs> but I, but I, she's like, I want to read about murder. <laughs> I. I can read one and one, I guess. Yeah, totally. You know, but I'm excited that my next one is about an unsolved crime. Yeah, definitely. That'll be fun. I love doing that. I love I love true crime. That's all I listen you to know, all I'm day. You know, I'm just really trying to stay off my phone. Yeah. And social media. You're being and, very intentional about that. Yes, like I deleted everything out of my watch. Oh, really? Everything. I only get text messages and phone calls and do my fitness things. And that's it. And my Bible just so I can... Yeah, the notification. Co- right, be, mm-hmm. you know, reconnect to God at that oh, time. Oh, we, like we did a couple um, version plans together. And that's been really cool. Yes. Yeah, I like good. that. I like that new feature. And it's funny because whatever devotional we were doing it on, mm-hmm. it lined up so perfectly with like my step studies questions. Oh, really? And all that because I felt like I kept repeating myself. And I was like, hmm, it must be something there that I need, like, because I repeated on step study. Then I remember I wrote it on. The Bible thing, the, the the app, and I was like, "Why do I keep repeating this?" You know, so um, it made me sort of, I don't know, reflect, I guess, uh-huh. in, on that. And it, it's so good to read other people's view of the same. It is nice of the same, you know. Yeah, to get everyone's opinion. Devotional. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Well. So, I'm really excited for who we have today because um, we go way, 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 way long time ago before, long time ago. All right. It goes back to the good old days. Maybe the not so good old days. Okay. So we're going to call them the not so good We just had some good times. (laughs) But the not so good old days. So Raphael has been telling, since I came to her with this idea for the podcast, Ross's been telling me about Scott, our guest. And this was the first person she ever said to me. This was the first guy she ever said to me, really. She was like, no, we have to talk to my friend Scott. My friend Scott, my friend Scott, my friend Scott. And um, he actually called. You actually called during the recording of our very first podcast. Isn't that funny? 
Yes, that's right. Do you right. remember that? Can you yep. answer? Yeah. I answered, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like, I can't miss this. Yep. The only time I didn't answer it's when I really didn't see it. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I saw the call, oh, I yeah. answer yeah. every time. I left the recording. We were recording yep. Courtney. Yep. Courtney from church. I left outside and I was like, I have to get this. Yeah. Because Scott was um, unavailable at the time. Why was he unavailable? <laughs> Why were you unavailable, Scott? I was in prison. <gasps> oh, that's interesting. Well, Scott, introduce yourself, please. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm 39. I've been in recovery for a little over seven years. Who are you in recovery for? Drugs. Uh, Meth mainly. Some opiates. Um, How long were you addicted? I've done a little of everything. I started using when I was 14. Oh, 14. And in recovery for criminal... Yeah. Oh, criminal. criminal. I, I learned in prison this time that one of my bigger issues, even more than my addiction, is my criminal thinking. Mm. The errors that we make, or you know, entitlement, and just wrong thinking. Just uh, you I used to think that if I wanted something, I would just go get it. Uh huh. But not work for it. Just go take it. No, just go get it. Just because it's yours. Yeah. Because I want. Because what made you? What made you think that? Do you think it was the drugs that made you think that, or do you think that it was? I think it's a combination of all that. But I didn't have a real healthy respect for the law. Okay. Just because I started so young. So let's let's go back to to your. Childhood and your family background, like, tell me how was growing up. Like, did you? Was your family? I came from a small town to start, under two thousand people. Where? Uh, Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, until I was nine. Um, my dad, my mom and dad decided to get a divorce when I was nine, and my dad committed suicide, Mm. and then my mom moved us to Las Vegas. And minus a couple of years in Portland, Oregon, I've been here ever since. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but because my dad committed suicide, and the first boyfriend that my mom had was abusive. To her? Uh, to you? No, to me. Oh. To me. I mean, I would provoke him a lot, but... How old were you? Nine through twelve. Mm-hmm. Um... But I would come in five minutes late, and he would find whatever he could get his hands on to beat me with, and lock me in my room for a week, or you know, stuff like that. Oh, he was a real gentleman. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I got real rid of prince him. among men. I got rid of him. Okay. Um, that was the first time I went to jail when I was twelve. He was beating me, and she came in and yelled at him to stop, and he turned to go after her. That was the end of it for me. Uh huh. Wow. So That's you, a lot. That's kind of messed up at 12 to have to go through that. Yeah. So you were angry that your dad... I've been angry since I was nine. Yeah. Right, yeah. that your dad passed away. So you've been angry and just kind of like went... And then you were abused. Mm-hmm. And that just made worse. And more you just kind of like... Such a young age, yeah, it just made more issues. So once that, that happened, did he go away? 
Yeah. You know, I never saw him again after that. Oh, really? I don't know what happened to him. He never came back for his stuff. Really? Yeah, he, he never came <laughs> He's back. He's probably like, this kid's like, crazy. Done. Yeah. yeah, he never came Good back. for, yeah. No, I don't mean to and say that for you, Scott. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Yeah. Uh, well, my mom's got a smaller woman. So once I realized that I was too big for her to do anything with, I just made my own decisions. Oh my gosh, I feel like that's my kid. For real. Yeah. I feel like once he realized he was six foot tall mm-hmm. and 300 pounds and he was bigger than me, it it's almost like I lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's how that, I felt that year. That, that time. She'd smack me in the head. And right. Get right and... But once I realized that... What is she really going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I'd say, hey, I'm going to go spend, spend the night at my friend's house. No, you're not. I said, right, That's why it's so important to have a male figure in a... Yeah, but teens. she had a husband at that time. Now, after the after abusive guy, guy, but he was afraid of me because sure. of the last guy. <laughs> You would just stabbed her yeah, other so, husband. Yeah, so he wasn't going to tell me anything. He wouldn't tell me to take the trash out. Wow, really? Huh. She probably told him, just leave my son alone. Yeah, well, but I think there is a lot of uh, stepdads, you know, that they don't want to interfere because my stepdad was kind of like that. He left, like, the, the um, discipline part to, to my mom, mom yeah. because yeah. it's like, well, they're not my kids, so it's not my place. My ex-boyfriend never disciplined my kids. Right, it's like he was like, "They're not my kids. I'm not." He never did that. Not. I'm not he would tell them good job, and he really liked my kids, but he did not ever discipline them, and he never had to either. So, but and they were mean to him too sometimes, and he'd be like, "Eh." <laughs> but that so, can be hard. So what? Then? He would start doing drugs at fourteen. Yeah, um, once she realized she couldn't do anything, I started doing drugs, and then when it got real bad at home, I just left. When I was 15, I left for a year. Where'd you go? Didn't call, didn't write, didn't... Your mom didn't see you for a year at 15. She didn't call the police. Oh, yeah, she, she called didn't... the cops. Oh, okay. So but you I were was, just a runaway. I was in the dope game, and... Oh, really? By then? So you were selling dope at 14. What did you start with? Meth. Oh, you started with meth. Well, I mean, I'd smoked weed and and drank alcohol, but not to any extremes. Mm -hmm. But once I got a hold of that, it kind of, for me, I've I've had a life of not wanting to deal with my emotions and meth was the The perfect, perfect number. Yeah. Perfect medication for that. Really? You don't feel a thing. Hmm. True. Nothing. Yeah. And as extreme as I go with everything I do, I didn't feel a thing. Nothing. That's for the first two and a half years in prison, my emotions were so out of whack because of coming off. The first time? Let's just get this straight. (laughs) So, the first time, the first time you were in prison? Both times. Right, it takes a while. It takes, it takes a long time, the actually. The older you get, the harder it is. It takes a long time to actually... For it to clear your system? Yes. Well, for your body, for your brain and to your be brain able to, to get its back. balance back. It really? takes... The chemicals that it creates and oh, makes okay. to... Because meth just kind of wipes it all out. Yeah, all that 
it all takes that a toxins. long time and like the the cloud you know i feel like there is such a cloud over everything still no it's better now but in the beginning like the, the first like two years at least for me it was just so weird things smell mm. of things colors and and taste of foods and wow and just like I didn't even know like my style of clothes and like just everything because like, you didn't even know yourself you know I didn't even no. know how to be a friend really or, or like how to operate like mm -hmm. it was just everything just weird just getting from one hit to the next hit that's uh, that's that's all you're really working for for some yeah, for some people yeah no I, so did you get any hype from just committing crimes oh yeah of course the adrenaline yeah right so what did you start off with the criminal behavior how did that start for you did you like meet some well, people did you have friends did you like i'm curious as a like i'm listening to you and i'm asking you questions as a mom because i have a 17 year old son who likes to do fun stuff with their friends, you know? And I'm I'm listening to you like, is this my kid's, like, is this the road he's headed down? Good, I mean, I came from a, a really good home. I mean, we had problems with that first boyfriend, but my mom but, always had a, a fantastic job. She makes well over 175, 200,000 a year. Mm -hmm. I was gonna have a, all I had to do was stay in high school with a B average grades. I was gonna get a brand new car at 16. I told her to take it and shove it. I dropped out of high school, middle of my freshman year. Um, the, oh, you dropped out middle of freshman year. Well, they kicked me out because I stopped going. And I just started mm -hmm. ditching, 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 and mm -hmm. then one day there wasn't anywhere to ditch to, so I went to school. I, I, and I went, they were like, you, class, you don't come here. Like, oh, come here. No, so, you don't go to school here anymore. Up to your dad committed suicide, you were a good kid, you had a good family, everything is good, like your family weren't into crimes or drugs or anything like that. No. Uh -uh. I so, mean, in, in Norway, all of my extended family is there too. All my grandparents, all my aunts and uncles, all my cousins. Are where? In Norway, in the it wasn't until I was nine where we lived in that little town. Oh, my in Michigan. Yeah, the entire gotcha. family is all right there. Yeah. Well, and that's how Midwest is. I mean, I'm from the Midwest. Yeah. I'm from Chicago. The whole family's from Chicago. The whole extended family lives in oh, Chicago. Right. You know, it's like everyone, if they don't live in your town, they live in the surrounding town or the surrounding town for that. That's how the Midwest is. Oh, it's like my, my town. I sure. come from a... Pretty much, almost every single mayor in my town is my family. My mm. great grandparents started the town, so it's like, <laughs> okay, you know, so it's we're all like sort of connected. Yeah, you know, and I oh, couldn't okay. wait to get out of there. Oh, because everybody knew you. <laughs> I just wanted, I don't know, I just wanted to get out because of things that doesn't. Yeah. That's for a different time. Yeah. <laughs> a different whole podcast for So that. you started at 14 doing drugs, right? And so you started at 14 doing meth. Yeah. By 15, I was selling it. Okay. The, when I ran away, my friend's neighbor was a hell's angel. And he saw the potential in a, having a 15-year-old around. And a scruffy little 15-year-old. Yeah. Because I could carry the gun. I could carry the dope. And I'm you're not, not going to get, get no that time. Long. Yep. 
So he's like, yeah, come on. So he bought me a, he rented me a house, three bedroom <laughs> house, gave me a truck. Never, I, didn't, I was 15, I didn't even have a permit. And he's like, all right, he gave me the keys to the kingdom. He's like, this is what you do. And that kind of ruined me because it was this so he, huge lifestyle. So he taught, taught you how to, you how to yeah. do all yeah. that. It was this huge lifestyle. I had wads of cash and girls and a truck and my friends could come over to my house and be like, yeah, this is my kingdom. Come on. Right. So each time I've gotten back into the criminal life, so at, when I got, I went to, when I came home at 16, I went to juvie. They, when they finally got me for the runaway, they caught me with a gun and a bunch of drugs. They sent me to juvenile prison for six months. Okay. I got out, I did great for three years. Oh, that's then, a long stretch. Yeah, I was, as a kid, yeah, I went that's straight. Great. I mean, I stopped yeah. using, I smoked a little weed, drank a little beer. Yeah. But I had a job, I had a good job, and I had my own place, and and then one day I got high. You learned a trade, or you got your GED yeah, I was, I was while during that time? communications then. Oh, okay. Cable installs. Uh-huh. Um, I got high one time, and that's all it took. Really? And then nine months later, I was doing nine years in prison. Ooh, that was quick. With 93 felonies. And what happened? Well, let's not talk about all the 93. Can we yeah, just, we don't need to can we just that, talk right? about like a couple? <laughs> so you get, so you take your first, you, you relapse. And in nine months, your life goes all the way downhill. To nine years in prison. To nine years in prison. So you enter prison at what age? 21. 21. Wow, 21. So you get to prison. What happens? Tell me your first impression of prison. Because you've been to jail many times, right? No, that was my first adult arrest. Juvie. Yeah, I did a couple times. Time but not. A couple I, times? or? Well, when he oh, stabbed no, the guy yeah, and went, then. Oh, yeah. I went to Juvie. Uh, dozen times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Over the course, you know. But well, prison's much different than juvenile hall, right? Not kind really? Of, not really. The kids are a lot crazier. That's what I've heard. I've listened to a lot of different podcasts on, on incarceration and oh my gosh, the kids are... Well, they have the kids that the, that they try as adults right. in the prison with us. And then they hold them. In their own unit. Mm-hmm. And they were far more treacherous than we were. I can only Jumping imagine. on the cops, and they'd wait for them to walk around and shove them in a the cell, and then everybody run in and jump on them. Wow. But um, first impression of prison, or impression of prison was, I don't know, I didn't really care. Were you that I'm, far uh, removed from life? Like, you no, just didn't... No, I mean, I'm a big guy, and I, I know how to fight, and... Mm-hmm. I don't care. And you were there for a long time, so yeah. it's not like you were really debating you knew how long on. You were in for, yeah. yeah. So yeah. why did you go to jail? Selling drugs? No, I, uh, my gambling, the gambling addiction at that time, being on meth when you... Oh, you had a gambling addiction, when, well, too. When you're high on meth, yeah, you, you find something that you can get into. Do. And, and, and that, that was, was it. it then. I don't gamble anymore at all. Right. But... That I was feeling that, so I ended up with a robbery. I just oh. handed a note to a, a casino cage. 
Oh, that was great. Super smart. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was actually four of them. They finally caught on on the fourth one. Oh, really? Little and, casinos? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And so that, and, I mean, there was a multitude of littler charges. Yeah. That, you know, but right, because Nevada they're going to want to make sure yeah, they pile it all on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know how uh, that goes. Okay, <laughs> so you're in prison. You're getting clean now. You're forced to get clean. I mean, no, there's drugs there. Plenty of them. Really? Oh, yeah. Plenty of them. How does Have that you seen at the, the no? I mean, all, I've all seen the, all, all the overdoses, the heroin overdoses of people incarcerated. No. It was on the news last night. I didn't yeah. see that. No, and jails just, too. I could have gotten high. Oh, in the jail, like so many times. Right? But first of all, it's the fentanyl. I don't want to. I was on twenty-three hour lockdown. I wouldn't want to get high and be on that cell for twenty-three hours. And, and you know where it comes from. So you know, like. Gross. No thanks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you're clean. Mm-hmm. So, you, do you do nine full years? Yeah. Wow. Every day of it. Yeah. Two and a half years in the hole. Okay. So, you get it. We're not talking about that. So, <laughs> I would like to because I, mean, that, that, I would like to give you a hug. You know, I don't. For, yeah. But that part, because... Scott, talk about that. Imagine like, living in your bathroom for two and a half years. And how was your brain after that? No, they broke me on that one. Right. Yeah. I can imagine. It's, There's did no you way. stab they anybody else me. after that? Mm, no. Right. I wouldn't think so. No. <laughs> they definitely broke yeah. you. And they will do things that will mess you up. Yeah. They, that two and a half years... That's, what, that's basically what it was. If you lived in your bathroom for two and a half years and nobody talked to you. Did you go outside at all? They'd call you. Like, By yourself? Yeah, they'd call you at like two in the morning. Say, hey, you want to go outside? Over the speaker. Wow. In your room. Right, because you didn't even have so interaction with the guards. you didn't even talk guard. to the guards? No. I mean, when they come around and hand you your food tray, they're not going to stop and talk to you. They're feeding the whole unit. Really? Yeah. And people next to you, you don't talk to? I mean, you could, but it's... Talking to a wall. I don't know who the guy is on the other side of the wall. Uh huh. He could be nobody that I want. I would talk to. Uh huh. Mm. Wow. That that would kill me. I can't go two and a half years without talking. So you stay two and a half years in the hole, and then solitary. Mm-hmm. Then you do a bunch of more years. And how did that go? Did it go well? You. you I, I mean, mean, you made friends. I, once I got back out, yeah. I, you I kind of learned your lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, don't get caught. Yeah, right. But I had a few friends. <laughs> uh, but I made my way, I behaved myself, and I made my way down the levels. I ended up at a, a minimum security. Oh, okay. And then I learned to fight wildland fire. Oh, that's so great. Thank yeah. you for doing that. I like that. I did yeah. that for two years. Oh, that's cool. I have a really funny story about it. So then you get out, and then you go straight, right? Because nine years in prison, two and a half years in the hole, you would think, like, this guy learned his lesson. Right. And you're story still young. Story over. End of right? podcast. You're still yeah, young. Right. So that's how... I did. I did great. I, I have a knack for landing on my feet. Okay, so you get out. What year is it? 2009. Okay. And what happens? I got a good job. Good. 
ended up running the moving company that I started with. Okay. I uh, met Megan. She got pregnant. Um, we had Katie. That's when I met Scott. Uh-huh. And we became friends. Yeah. And then... Yeah, but you were doing drugs, so were you already doing drugs at that time then? No. No. You were just oh, yeah, selling I drugs? When, when I met her, yeah. Oh, okay. At that time, I was. So, wait, wait. Go back now. <laughs> so, when did the drugs start after you got out of prison for um, nine years? And two and a half well, years of the I've old. been doing excellent. I've been doing... Everything was great. And uh, my Megan was pregnant, and my best friend's girl was pregnant. So, they... That's cool. We were both doing good. Yeah. So, they got together. They are like, look, we're going to have pizza and hang out. You guys go out. Uh-huh. Which was a huge mistake. So we went out and got really drunk. And our friend Brandon showed up and he had a pipe. And he's like, yeah, I got this. If you guys want to continue. Oh, no. So we did. And we didn't go home for two days. Oh, man. They were not happy. Right? So both girls, both pregnant girls are home. Yeah. And you two are out. <laughs> we disappeared for two days. Idiots. <laughs> I got a pass when I came home. She's like, all right, I understand. You're doing all right. Go Would ahead. you agree? One's, one's too many and a thousand's uh, not enough. I want to get it tattooed on my forehead. Right, me too. <laughs> I want to get it right across my lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so then that opened the door, which is what happens. Mm-hmm. And then, um, that guy worked at the moving company with us so one day we were out on a job it was running like 15 hours he's like hey I got that thing if you need a little pick me up I was like yeah I'll take one and then a week and a half later I was like hey you got a little bit that I can get and then two weeks later I was like hey I need and then that's it and then you started running him then you're back in it yeah, yeah. okay it. so because, how long did you, know, you last then I mean, I had a good run, about two and a half years. And again, you didn't get caught for the drugs? Nope, never had. It was a matter of time, though. I've never, I've never. It, been here's the thing I tell you about Scott that I was just saying before we started recording. Everything he does, like you know those type of people, he's really smart. And uh, you are, and everything you do, you do, you're good at. So I think everything you put your focus on. It's gonna succeed. So and, he was and, the best criminal. He was the best drug dealer. Now he's he, the best he white sitter. <laughs> he was really good. I mean, a little paranoid, but very good <laughs> at the things he does. And he would freak me out many times because he would do these crazy things, and I'm like, dude, like you're gonna, like you're gonna go back in. Like right. you slow down. You know, I would tell him all the time because, I mean, I wouldn't do none of that. You know, because it, so you got so you got arrested, and you got sentenced again. You got convicted again. No, they okay. So they arrested me for twenty counts of fake money. Oh, I was at, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, my buddy right. was getting a felony warrant served on him. I got swept up in it. Oh, they no. found twenty fake hunters in my truck. They called the Secret Service. Secret Service came and looked at it didn't want anything to do with it and they threw the money at the detective and I laughed at him 
And that was and it. He's like, all right. <laughs> You're going down. So he took me and he booked me in on the state charges for the twenty counts. Oh wow. So that was sixty thousand. I posted bail on that, and then I went out, which is stupid. Oh, you ran on the bail? No, no. Oh. I got arrested again for. It was a parking so spot associated with the storage unit, and my insurance was in file for the truck that was in the parking spot because they couldn't park on property without insurance. They charged me with nine counts of gun possession in the storage unit they because I'm an ex-felon. And my was name associated was associated with the storage thing. unit. Oh, because it had guns in it. But it wasn't his guns. Oh, but that sucks. Oh my God, that's why you went back to prison for eight years? Yeah. For eight years, right. Well, I mean. But that's why I say it was just a matter yeah. of time because it's not like he was doing the best no, or hanging out with the best people right. or including clean, you or <laughs> right including me i mean i was doing drugs i yeah. never sold drugs but i right. mean i did a lot of drugs right <laughs> you know i was she said something the other day i never sold drugs i never had any extras <laughs> <laughs> Second time. First impression, second time. Well, now the fact Oh, time. no. Yeah, you should. Let, let's talk about that that little, yeah, how it worked me. out. Because I bailed out on the state, and I got a really high power attorney. Oh. Because I had money. So I, right. Because you're selling big time this so time. So I, I got one of the best attorneys in town, and I told him, you know, uh, do what you can. And once they found that out, they handed it over to the feds. And the feds. Well, they were looking at you. Then let's talk about when they came to your house and did the right and did dogs. And let's talk. Let's talk about that. Wait, what? Oh yeah, it's the best story. Uh, Okay. What's when the all the detectives? Yeah, when the when the FBI and all them showed up to. Oh, you had them all. Two in a row with the FBI. <laughs> no, they were all there. All of them. Um, they showed up. I wouldn't let them in the house. And then Megan went out. And they kept trying to get me to come out. And I wouldn't. And then uh, they said something on the radio about... They didn't have a warrant? Mm-mm. Oh. They, um, well, they had an indictment. Oh. But they didn't have a warrant for Oh, them. to come in. Yeah. I mean, they could have, but they were afraid. I, I have a violent record. Right. From prison and my earlier charges, so. Oh, okay. They're not just going to come in not knowing what I'm doing in there. Right. And they're picking me up on an indictment for nine guns. Right. Oh, yeah. They think you have all these right. guns right, 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 and right, all right, these right. things yeah. in there. So sure. Oh, my so gosh. So, it's like... You're like barricade, kind of. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm just sitting there watching them on my security cameras. Oh, yeah. About that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the security cameras, though. No, I, mean... I have like 12 of them. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. And, uh, so I'm watching them on the camera, and they're you know doing whatever it is they do. And they said something on the radio about uh, standoff or me and, you know... Uh, 
and Megan heard it over the radio, so she ran from the car back towards the house, and they tasered her. <gasps> and we had two pit bulls, and one of them was a big male. And yeah. Plowed through her. Oh, no. I had like a gate that was. Don't tell me they were fine. It was fine until he, he put all his weight into it, and he knocked it down, and he ran out, and the cop was bending over Megan to cover her. He ran up the cop's back and, like, No, he did Yeah, he but he got, he got mostly his vest. Oh, no. But he spun around, and he was spinning around, and another cop shot him. Oh, my God, I'll die again. Trigger warning. Yeah. Yeah, he was, um... Crazy. That is. Yeah, I didn't even know about that because the, there was two cops at my front door that kept and get trying to engage me, and I heard him lean to the other guy because the front door had a uh, microphone and a camera, and he said, uh, "Do we have eyes on the back yet?" And as soon as he said that, I bolted. As soon as I heard him say, oh, "I don't think there's anybody out back yet," I shot out the back door. And do what? I ran. <laughs> oh, you ran? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, how far did you get? Right into a canine. <laughs> yeah. That sounds hilarious. I mean, it's funny. Enough. I mean, sure obviously, funny you weren't going anywhere, yeah. but with them. I mean, yeah. there's, there was just no way. I jumped off. I ran into my neighbor's yard, jumped over a wall, jumped off the wall, and there was a canine just standing there looking at me. <laughs> and you're like... Just the dog, not the handler. He's just looking at me trying to assess whether or not I'm the guy he's supposed to be because he hasn't been told yet to do anything. <laughs> so what'd you do? I just dropped. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to beat him. I know that's right. Never yeah. try to win a fight against a dog. No. Just a give police up. dog? Not a police oh, yeah. dog, dude. No. They're badasses. That's no, crazy. No, I dropped and then the cop came walking around the corner and he looked and he saw me and he was like, it's oh, like, okay, hi. They're like, well, good job. You're like, here's You're my going to get a steak just... dinner tonight. <laughs> right. Good boy. Good doggy. So then they still couldn't go in the house, so they brought me out front, and they kept me hostage in the back of a cop car in, like, 85-degree weather for about nine hours because they kept coming over. Let us go in. Like, no, I get a warrant. Why didn't they just get a warrant? Because the judge didn't turn them down. Oh, wow. He said, there's no reason. You got them in custody, right? So what happened? They waited for the next judge to come on shift. And then they gave it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, when... So I'm trying to contact him for a long time and nothing. So I lived right there by his house. And I go to his house. And there is tape everywhere. Oh like crime God. scene and like yeah. don't trespass and like just tape everywhere. I go in the bed, just tape everywhere, everywhere. And that by then I was like, okay... The just matter of time happened, but I didn't know it was for the guns or anything, you oh, know, okay. because I thought it was just for everything else that he was right. doing that, that would have probably got him in just the same amount of trouble. Oh my gosh. Seven years in prison, she's the only one that came to see me. Wow. Oh, she's a good friend. She's a, she's no joke. She's a, she's very, very loyal. She's a very good friend. Yeah. I've took cars that wasn't mine to drive. Mm-hmm. To go see him. Over there. Yeah. In Pahrump. Yeah. So, seven years, you get sentenced. You're ready. You're in. First impression, second time. Holy crap, what did yeah, I do? I went to a... How old are you now? 32. Okay. 
when you went to jail. Mm-hmm. So the, the, pr- the second time in prison. Second okay. time in prison, 32. Okay. Um, I asked for to go to Lompoc because it was supposed to be a good place. And they gave it to me. They sent me there. And I got there. I didn't know it was built in 1932 or something. And this place is old. The rankest, yeah. old school. Cell bars on the walls Ooh. of your cells. Tiny. I can reach out and touch both walls like this. On the wow. hands flat. Palms. Pretty good. You're just... Uh, two guys have to live in that room. You can't walk past each other in it. Oh my gosh. One has to be on the bunk in order for the other to get down on the floor. Uh, but all in all, it was a great That spot. sounds like Alcatraz. It sounds it like, like, like it was yeah. Like, it was built around the same time, same model, oh, okay. same floor plan style. Wow. All in all, it was a great place, though. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of programs. I got certified in welding, a street certification. Um, they had a 400-man movie theater. Uh, they really knew how to... So they had some amenities. They really, really knew how to run a prison. It That's good. Like the first place I've ever been where they, they, they how knew many, how to run it. Can I ask you this? How many different prisons were you in in those, uh, what is that, 17 years? Oh, that's a lot. It seems like a lot. Nine? Nine in 17 years. Yeah. Getting transferred in. Here, here's my question. So what were going to, through your mind? I mean, okay, I did nine years. Because let's, let's just be honest. You did not have, as far as time goes, you just went hard all out every time. But like, you didn't have enough time out because you did so many times in prison. So you go back to prison. You there for, I don't know, 10 years. And what is going through your mind? Like, do I have to change my life? Like, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to work on myself. Or you were there like, fuck the police. Or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, just like pissed off. Like, what was going through your mind? Did you have a moment of clarity? What do you think? Like, the first nine years. The first time? I didn't. Definitely. I was like, oh, I got this beat. I'm cool. I'm just going to go do this. Do my time. Get out. I'm going to do the whole whole thing. I'm gonna put my time in. I'm gonna take care of my the you know chumbos that need to be taken right, care right, of. Right, right, right. I get you. I, I did my share, and I okay. So you get out now. You get back in. Was there a moment of like uh, I gotta change my life? Yeah, I stopped talking to people. There were there's probably two years this time in Lompoc that I probably went days where I spoke 20-25 words in a day because I just didn't want to talk to them. Do you think that was more like reflection time for yourself or do you think you just were hating the world or you just... My disgust for being there again. Uh Uh-huh. With yourself? No, because now you're not that young. I'm not wanting to hear the stories of the dummies that, you know, You're next to. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did all that and I did it better than you. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And mine were true. So yeah. is that... Right, so you're just, is, yeah. right, you're just fretting. But so is that when your time comes where you're like... Or have you had that moment where you're mm-hmm. like, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to go back to prison anymore. Yeah. No, I took... I took My first nine years, I didn't do a 
a single program other than the wild end firefighting. Wow. I, I didn't care. I was like, I don't need it. And I, that's a shame. I, I was sober the whole nine years, so somehow I had convinced myself when I got out that I didn't have a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, again, I was 21 when I went in, and I started doing drugs when I was 14, so I was still... Maybe Your brain time, stopped I was developing. A 17-year-old, maybe. Right, right. Maybe 18. Right. In the head. And I can look back and see it now. This time I grew up. This time I took advantage of all the programs and I listened to what they had to say. And I didn't do it because you don't get credit in the feds for doing anything. Mm-hmm. You don't get more time off. You don't get a pat on the back. You don't get nothing. There's no, oh, there you go. Everything is offered. Take advantage of it or don't. Mm-hmm. So I did. And that's where I got my criminal thinking errors thing. That class really struck a chord with me. Really? Because I always thought it was. Oh, it was a class? Yeah, it was like a 14 week. Three times a week class. Mm. To, um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. This class, criminal thinking, and what did you, would you, you're like all of a sudden you're like, I'm a criminal. <laughs> I always thought my addiction was the they the shoot. leader, the culprit. Uh-huh. And like, that's what drove me to do the crimes. Yeah. But that it class was showed me that I used the drugs to propel me to give me the courage to go do the crimes. Isn't that interesting? Because you really wanted money, to do the crime. Yeah, it was easy money, and I knew I could do it, and I knew I could get away with it, and I knew. I mean, I, as stupid as it sounds, I had a moral code. I never took from a person. I never took from a working person. Like I, I would never want to hurt an individual. Right. But big companies that had nice big insurance policies, sure. I had no problem going in there and filling up a truck with their stuff. And. And I was thinking, like, that class showed me, like, all the ways I was thinking about stuff that was wrong. And um, it just struck a chord. And it stayed with me since. That's great. And then I did a six-month intensive um, drug abuse program. Okay. That was a good one. What do you think you learned out of that? Well, they, they kind of center their programs all around the same... So the criminal thinking was in that too, but the other nine of us were all in the same boat. So you're getting to the end of your sentence, right? And what do you, what what comes to mind, right? That you're like, okay, when I get out this time, this is what I'm doing. So how did you get to that place where where you made that change? Last time I wasn't worried about it at all. I didn't even give it a second thought. I knew I'd get out, I'd get a job, I'd get going, and I'd move on. Mm-hmm. This time I was scared. I didn't want, I didn't have a plan, and the family help wasn't there that was there last time. Okay. So I didn't have a backup. I mean, it was all me. Um, you think that's better? Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have support. I mean, you have friends, yeah, right? Yeah, Rafaela yeah. was they there for you. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you have other friends. Besides but. the times that he would get transferred, and then I wouldn't even know where he was, so we would not right. talk for a while until... No, I'm talking about of, now when he got yeah. out. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was there right, you know, right away. Yeah, right away. Uh-huh. Oh, when you got oh. out, she was yeah. so happy. Yeah. She's I was like, so excited. Ah, she was so excited. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, doing it on my own... Yeah, it was it was good. I mean, I, I just had fear of uh, failure. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fail this time. Definitely. 
fail in, you mean, go back? Everything, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Not gonna fail. Oh, you're not going to go back. Because yeah. I'll hurt you, probably. <laughs> right? Like, I really... No. I'm, I'm curious, like, so Rafaela invited you to celebrate recovery. I'm curious from... A non, because we haven't talked about God at all. We haven't. Ta- I don't. I don't know your feelings on it. <laughs> Anything like I, I'm just curious. Like she, what you? She forgot to ask until we were sitting. In the I know. I thought that was. So <laughs> I was like, let's go to, let's go to celebrate. Yes, let's go. Okay, I'll pick you up. Let's go. And I pick him up, and we are there. And I go. We're sitting in the auditorium. <laughs> the music's playing, and she's like, I was like, do you believe in God? <laughs> I forgot you did that. <laughs> and he looked she at me like, right um, <laughs> you know, He's like, I'm living a kind of like, and I was like, well, great that you're here then because. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so He keeps funny. coming back though. I'm not sure what my relationship with, with God or so you just is. figuring just, it out. I have a bad taste in my mouth because until I was nine back in, in yeah. Norway, we were raised as Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, um, really? And I look That's, at that as like a cult. It's. I would agree. They're, they're. they're my most, cousin. It's my, crazy. My second youngest. My, I'm the oldest grandchild for my grandparents, and there's one after me, and then the second one after me. Yeah. Died, <clears throat> because his mother refused to allow the hospital to give him a blood transfusion. Yeah. Because the elders of our church said no. Right. So do you have a bad taste on religion because of the Jehovah's Witness thing? Yeah, because, well, they excommunicated my mom. Oh, so I was going to ask if your mom Half of our family, um, no, because when they got a divorce, my mom was like, I want my kids to have Christmas and right. uh, birthdays right. and, and be kids. So I'm done. And so they excommunicated her. So a, a third of our families on both sides talking to her right because they the church said they had to you're not in the kingdom yeah right so um yeah that left a bad taste in my mouth but that uh, and, uh, and, and then you know all the chaos and fighting that comes from other religions lots of them are peaceful but the ones that aren't uh, I'm just curious like what you think of Celebrate Recovery coming from a non-Christian background coming into a Christian recovery. How does that, what does that look like to you? I love it because I was kind of dreading the typical AANA. Okay. Um, I've been to those plenty of times. And I, Did you do that in prison too? Did you go to the meetings? No. Not really? No. Okay. Uh... But I was dreading because it, there's only it's only a matter of time if I go to meetings, I'm gonna run into somebody you know, two, three, four, oh. ten guys that I know. So this was good because you're not running into people you know, but yeah. you're still getting the steps. It's, well, it's great people, and they're still um, experiencing the same problems in life that I am. Yeah. So, you know they're. And more last together. week, he did say. Oh, I love this guy. I I really can't relate to oh, what yeah. he was saying, yeah. and I was like, I was like, oh my god, you know, yeah. it made me feel good because yeah, you know, you don't have to be a believer. You don't yeah. have right, like 
you know, Bob said, you can borrow my beliefs yeah, yeah. and I'll loan it to you until you come to your senses. Yeah. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. I have faith for you and, and I'll hold on to it for you until you want it. <laughs> yeah, the lesson last week was great. That's great. Yeah, hope is a great lesson. I love that lesson. That's a really awesome step. It's like, oh, when you find the hope again, you know, that's awesome. Oh, this has been so cool. I'm so excited. Let's play a game. Yeah. Oh, wait, let's talk about like what you're doing now. Right. I was going to say so. Um, because you're still on life? parole. Even no, though I'm, you're not. I'm, or you're not, not on parole. I'm not even free yet. Okay, you're still incarcerated. I'm still wearing the chick magnet. Okay, <laughs> it really is a AKA chick magnet. AKA, you guys. <laughs> a bracelet. A nickel bracelet, yeah. house arrest. Home detention, house arrest. But why does it make girls crazy? <laughs> it literally makes girls like pants. It's a chick magnet. It is a chick magnet. For because sure. I guess girls, some girls want like that bad boy. Right. And you know, like. Look at Tracy when she said yes. she met Dan. We had Tracy and Dan and she met him. He had an ankle bracelet. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. House arrest. <laughs> And I said, I gotta start looking for guys on house. I go to Planet Fitness with wearing shorts and run around there with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You'll get it. You'll get attacked soon enough. I'm sure. It's a chick magnet for sure. Definitely. So you're you're still on house arrest. You have to check in, and you know when you were getting out, I was I went like, did you expire? You're like, no, I still have to go on parole, and I was so relieved. She was. (laughs) I do very well on parole. I know, but so. I was relieved. I was like, okay, so we still have some more time, you know, <laughs> like to make sure right. he stays on the right track. And I even told, you know, Barb, yeah. I was like, okay, he's on parole. That's great. And Barb looked at me. He's on paper. Yeah. <laughs> Barb looked at me. That's great. I was like, yes, that's great. For he does great on parole. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> I have three years supervision starting April 1st. Okay, cool. That's great. Which is just kind of like probation. Yeah. So you'll get off. You won't have chick magnet Mm-mm. on. You'll be on your own. But you just of. check in, drug test, blah blah blah. They'll just I just randomly have to send a paper in once a month for them. Oh. They'll come see me whenever they feel like it. Oh yeah. Once every yeah, they'll ring your doorbell or whatever. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? Uh huh. Here's a cup. Go in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Um, but what's your plans now, Scott? Like, what do you, what do you want to do? Well, you don't want to go back to prison. No, that's number one. Work's going fantastic. I found a job that really. Uh, it was managed. hard for you to find a job. I mean, you are a felon. No. How how was that? Because He's I in know construction though. It's never been hard for me so to find for a him, job. No, because well, we know that we yeah. have right. Yes. When I look for, I, we I've talk to guys and girls that come out yes. and they can't find jobs and they can't find this and they can't. Yes. That's why I'm asking him. Yes. Come, well, and I know the answer, so that's it's I so hard to... for felons to get jobs when they get out. But for some yeah. reason, it was not hard for you. Depends on how hard you're looking, man. Mm-hmm. Do the work. There's always right? somebody that's going to give you a break and be mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, all right, I'll try." I mean, I had to go in there and be like, "Look, I'm on." I'm in the halfway house. I have a limited schedule. I do this. I do that. But I'll work, man. Right. I'll be there every day. I'll work 100%. Yourself. I'm on a schedule, but I have to go to work. I don't. 
there's, there's no where right. else I can go. <laughs> I, I can't call you and say, oh, I'm sick. Sorry. So it's you not... got to sell yourself. You're going to go in there and be like, no, mm-hmm. I'm, I need this. I'll be. And I turned a temp, temp agency job into a full-time job. I just got a $4 an hour raise last week. That's awesome. And now I'm out of the temp agency and full-time with the company. That's so great. You know, I'm so proud of you, Scott. Like, I'm so proud I, of you. I remember I, I'm sending you all these letters and it's still getting high. And then when it was the, the shift, you know, that I wasn't and all that, you know, um, I'm just so, like, I'm so proud. And I know, like I said it earlier, how you're so smart and everything you do, you succeed. And I just hope you use that energy and, and all that. And you're going to do great things if you stick to it. You know, just how much of a, and I quote that great criminal, you are going to be great in whatever you do. And, you know, I know that things might not be ideal right now. There's all these things and all these stipulations, but, you know, it's temporary. And we need to focus on that because I know that God has a plan for you and you are going to inspire and maybe help other people that um, have the same type of thinking and, and struggling with you know like oh man or, or or leaving that pit party like i can't find a job because it's so hard no it's not hard like just go like there is no other way but to succeed mm-hmm. you know that's what i was thinking like next year think about a guy that's getting out and you could be like their mentor you know what i mean like i just think it's so important that when you come out it's so hard when you come out sometimes that you don't know anybody. Thankfully, you had friends, mm-hmm. right? That are supportive when yeah, you come yeah. out. But not everybody has that. And I think it'd be really cool to like... Almost... Like, just raise somebody up and be like, Look, I'm doing good. You can do good too, you know? Mm-hmm. Or find a support system. You don't have to be your family. Mm-hmm. To be a support system. You mm-hmm. know, go to a CR. Go to an AA. Go to where it works for you. Just because mm-hmm. it doesn't work for somebody doesn't necessarily doesn't work for everybody and i love what you what you did for yourself too that you noticed like i'm glad i didn't go to an a meeting because i might run into joe Mm -hmm. and joe's gonna lead me to you know that one time because every time you said you went back it was that one time Mm -hmm. you did it that one time and that just like yeah Open up this hole. It's like a black hole. It just it went all bad for that. It's like when we eat smokers. Oh yeah. You smoke one cigarette, it's over. Like there goes a pack. You know, I used I used to try to quit, and I'll be like, I'm on no peace. Other people's right. (laughs) Other people's cigarette. I'll just like if other people are smoking, I'll smoke, and it was just a matter of time before I bought a pack. You know, yeah. and it just like one is not is not what is it? not right. Oh, that's the best saying. So you know, stay. We just need to stay away from people, place, and things. And once we recognize what triggers us, like you recognize, you know, Joe is gonna be there, and it's gonna trigger me. And I might not go there. And that's okay. Well, you find all, somewhere else and someplace else. And, and a also store. now he he's out, and you have your daughter to live. You know, you have your daughter to think about now. What do you think about that being a dad and her being eight or not? How old is she now? Nine, eight. eight. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. 
You know, that's a lot of responsibility. An eight-year-old is a lot of work. Yeah. He has another kid too. So, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Kind of a, another kid that has a kid. <laughs> wow. And a one-year-old granddaughter. Oh man. <laughs> But this time, yeah. Make sure you throw that in there. All right, Scott. Couple was a Rolling Stone. (laughs) Thank you for saying yes and coming here. Thank you for having me. I don't think you would have said no because I asked you. So So you have eight years clean, and he said something to me when he or seven. What'd you take? Seven. Seven. So he took his seven-year chip, and he goes, "It was easy for me." I had the easy way. And I said to him, I don't think it was so easy to go to prison. <laughs> you no, know? And there's there's plenty of dope there. There's anything you want, it's there. Yeah. Um, just. So don't but sell yourself anything, short, Scott. But anything that you want. But I think it, you know, I <laughs> be careful what you wish for. I got a call. I wasn't in jail. I got a call. And this person... Is like, you need to get clean, and you need to do this, and you need to do that. And I was like, it's easy for you to say you weren't there. I'm out here. Like, there is all these people. I wish I was in jail. I would get clean. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Guess what you. happened? <laughs> <laughs> he gets out. The day he got out, I got in. The that same day. So like, crazy. within, like, an hour in between. And I remember that phone call. I still remember. I was like, be careful what you wish for. Because then I got clean in jail. You know. Yes. Again, for this. I don't know how many right. times. I mean, that... I don't know. I don't know if I would have had the, the strength Willpower. to do it on my own without the help of jail. I don't think it needed to be seven years, personally. <laughs> <laughs> One year would have probably got my attention. Right, right. No, I don't think so. If nine years prior didn't get your attention, I'm not sure one year this time would have. That's true. You know? But it's true. true. Like, people ask me all the time, what's the best thing that ever happened to you? And I say, get arrested and staying there. Not being able to. Because I would get arrested every time and I would just bail out. Get arrested, bail out. Get arrested, bail out. You know? Every time. And get out and just do the same thing. Like, don't pick me up without, like, you know... The works. <laughs> so what do you think's different this time then? A lot. Probably the biggest things I'm older. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have the energy or the Wherewithal. willpower or strength <laughs> to go through it again. Yeah. I, I just it's 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 a rough uh, thing to do. There's a uh, Yeah, it's rough on your body, it's rough on your brain. Are incredibly violent. Wow. As compared to the state. Um, state has guns, so the violence doesn't really last that long. Ah. And the feds, it, it can get violent for a long time. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, oh, it's taxing. Taxing on your mental health. I just, I don't have the, I don't have the will to do it again. Yeah. I'm not and Megan it. is doing great. Yep. Yeah, so know. that's your ex? Yeah. The mother of your daughter? Mm-hmm. Your youngest daughter. One of my best friends. Oh, that's so cool. And I she's love that. badass. And so she's out. Because mm-hmm. she was in for she's a while, too. For, yeah, she's been out for a while. Okay. And you've been out since September, right? Or October? Oh, October, October 2nd. Okay, so it's been a good, what, four months now? Yeah. 
So you're doing great. Yeah. We're really excited. I'm so glad to get to know you. Yeah. I know I can be a little much, <laughs> but I do, you know. It's all right. I'm quiet. I need somebody to pick up the Right? <laughs> um, but it has been a pleasure getting to know you, and I'm really excited to, like, just, you know, just, like, do life together, and we're we're all, like, friends, and I just feel like we're we're all doing great, you know, and I feel like we could really make a difference in a lot of people's lives and now that you're going to be able to stay later and go to group and you know work on yourself like Mm -hmm. just take the time for yourself i'm really i'm excited for you to get to know who you are as a older person and like free (laughs) and you know i think that's cool i mean that's there's a lot of things for you to learn because it, it was eating up too much of my focus where i finally realized that because you, you go so long without um, a connection. Sure. Without, you know, when somebody starts showering you with affection and, com- and a connection and yeah. love and you're like, oh shit, I yeah. forgot about this. It's right. Nice. It's nice. And then the switch clicked and I was like, hold up. No. Too much. Too, too much. Soon. Too soon. I'm not ready for this. I'm the same way. It's going to push me over. Um, I can't do it. Good for you to know your limit. God, thank God you Like knew the that. growth, right? Yeah. I mean, I, that it's is just huge. Because it's, like I said, it's all temporary. It's okay to be a little selfish in a way. You yeah. know, like, and work on you and figure out even totally. what you like and what oh you really gosh, want. Totally, yeah. Like, what, what is that you want? Mm-hmm. When all this is over, all, all, all the pro, all the... All the checking in 24-7. All the right. worry about, you know, not if you're doing the right thing, but like, you know, they always get you on stupid little things too. Like all that, when all that's done, you know. Who do you want to be? What are you going to do with your mm. life? Like, you know, you don't need to be um, rushing to things on anything. Right. There is no rush, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you're doing You're doing a great so job. So amazing. Well, let's pick a question out of the bowl. Pick a pick a paper. We're going to make him play our game. Oh, he picked hot pink. Read it. Read it. Do it. Not the same that you're just... <laughs> Who would win in a fight? A gorilla or an elephant? That's oh, your me? question. Uh, elephant. For sure. Elephant, for sure. A gorilla? I don't know. Gorillas are, are sneaky. Nah, elephants... Elephants. An elephant will take on a pack of lions. That is true. That is true. Okay, pick one more. Yeah, pick one more. That's a good one. Be an eagle or a cheetah. (gasps) Oh, that he got two animal ones. I've got a thing about flying, so I don't want to be the eagle. Yeah, oh, you don't like heights. Oh my gosh, he pitched. I don't be the eagle. Yeah. Hilarious. He posted the funniest pictures the other day. He was like up, I don't know what, three four, stories, four forty feet. Four, yeah, and he was like, uh, "I'm not a fan of heights. This is my view all day." I was out there all day. Oh man, my toes hurt. What were you welding? Because you were just the whole time. That is so funny. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. My toes hurt at the end of the day. That's crazy. That's so funny. Well, thank you so much, Scott. Thank you for talking with us. Thank you for sharing with us. And um, I'm really excited to see where you go. And 
will you check in with us like in six months? Can we do this again and like see how you're doing? And absolutely. Okay, cool. Let's do that. You want to do that? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Well, don't forget to please follow us on all our social media, Instagram, um, Facebook, and Twitter. It's all Recovery 201 Podcast. Don't forget to email us at recovery201podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Um, we're going to be starting a, um, a couple little groups and... Um, and we have some exciting stuff coming up, so um, we're going to be announcing that next um, podcast. So if you can um, tell a friend, share us, and um, just give us a little push, that would be awesome so we can get a few more people um, who enjoy recovery um, to listen to us. That would be awesome. And remember to focus on the similarities. Not the differences. Speak love. And spread hope. When life gets lifey, stay prayed up. I'm Rafaela. And I'm Barb. See you soon. Bye.